Are you ready? Starting now? <laughs> well, now you just messed it up, you knob. God, you know that the shit that we go through for this, huh? I know. <laughs> fuckers, fuckers better appreciate it. <clears throat> What's right. the title of this uh, podcast again? I don't know. Objects, I don't know. Something with a penis, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> Our fucking faces are everywhere now. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but, You're but welcome, ladies. <laughs> right. Popular with the ladies. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm not even going to apologize because I hopefully, hopefully it sounds <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, right. really, this is this is fucking explicit now. <laughs> ah, the explicit button. Let me use my finger. <sighs> la, 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 la. It is time for another episode of Sober Not Mature. And that episode starts now. All right, everyone, welcome once again to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. This time, we are actually coming to you on a Sunday morning, uh, from what everyone says. I think this is God's day, right? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> so you, you want to start off with a prayer? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've already done my prayer for today. Yeah, you know what? First of all, I knew that was going to be your answer, and that's that's the second thing I thought about. I'm like, yeah, I already did my prayers too. So, uh-huh. um, but yeah, so yeah, if uh, yeah, kind of a kind of a weird situation, uh, but uh, I I know for a fact uh, this is the first time that we've actually recorded on a Sunday because usually you're you're working on a Sunday. Usually I am. So um, it's up to you if you want to share what the what the delay was. If not, I, I already put on Instagram that life happens, so uh, it doesn't really matter <laughs> one one way or the other. It's up it's up to you. Well, you know, thankfully I have nothing to hide today. Um, yeah, I t- I got COVID, <laughs> and I've still got COVID. Well, it, I'm getting over it, something like that. But uh, yeah, so here I am. You know. Thankfully, I've prepared for this, you know, uh, isolating from people, uh, <laughs> missing family events, not being available for others, you know, feeling like shit, spending too much time in bed. You know, it's just like when I was drinking. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. You've been training for this your entire life. So, yeah, I that's have. awesome. <laughs> Well, except for the last 12 years. I think you've been a little right. bit better over the last 12 years. So, <laughs> <laughs> I have. Well, good. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it was it was kind of funny. I, uh, um, <clears throat> which, again, I mean, we all we all knew we weren't going to record on um, on Friday. And then uh, yesterday right. when I was when I was at mom's and it wasn't until I was leaving. It, it's weird. She gets uh, um, not her, but uh, that area. Mm-hmm. Between, you know, coming in and out of the house, I'm connected to Wi-Fi, and then that's the only thing I can figure, because I missed I missed Mike's text yesterday by literally three hours, which is right. fairly unlike me, but I figured, eh, one, one way or the other, had it been super important, you would have called me, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh but yeah his uh, i think his exact response was hey, you're not really feeling it so let's do it tomorrow morning which is why we're here but um you know the the cool part is uh i mean 
by the time people listen to this, I mean, this will be the quickest turnaround we had, which again, getting the first episode or getting the episode up and running is not a big deal. Um, you know, so we'll have that up probably uh, from now a couple hours. So, um, but yeah, I thought it was kind of interesting one way or the other. Thank you, COVID, for giving us uh, the ability to to record on God's day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me uh, let me just run through the stats real quick, and then uh, I got actually I got quite a few things that uh, that I've got uh, typed up and written down. But um, <clears throat> so Instagram, we actually had a pretty big week on uh, Instagram. So our followers are up uh, 114 people. Um, mm. So we're at 1,448 followers on Instagram. Um, the podcast individual plays, we are now, uh, we actually were up 65 individual plays, uh, but we're up to 1,336 plays on the podcast so far. Nice. And, and then, uh, your episode, um, now is over 100. So episode number three, mm. which is Mike, Mike's story is at 103. Um, episode 13 is still number two. My episode, um, is number three. Uh, once again, vodka bottle episode is number four, and our first thirty days is uh, the rounding out of the the top five. Which those five episodes now um, have actually been, I think, have been in that that top five for God probably five or six weeks. So um, just interesting. Mm-hmm. But um, and as far as the breakdown, the demographics, uh, the female population, ladies, you need to step it up. You you dropped by one percent this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh female listeners uh 55% male is uh male listeners at 41%. Um it was kind of funny I was watching uh, do you like Bill Burr the comedian? Uh you know, I'm not real familiar with him but from what I've seen I like him. All right, he's uh, I think he's just funny as fuck. I mean he's just he he doesn't care, he's got anger problems. He was uh, <laughs> a heavy- He's got, he was a heavy drinker for a while. He talked about uh, he did mushrooms uh, back in February, so that was kind of a, a trip conversation. But mm. he was he was talking about uh, um, feminism and the, the female movement and current events and that sort of thing. But um, he had said that uh, he goes he goes ladies he goes by all accounts all statistics all testing and stuff like that. He goes you guys are all smarter than us. He goes, does it piss you off sometimes? Cause he was talking about like sports, like WNBA and these sort of things. He goes mm-hmm. every once in a while, he goes, you guys got to be able to look back and just say, how can be, we be losing to that? <laughs> <laughs> Being pointing at the male population. And I have to agree, at least I'll, I'll talk about you and I. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> step it up a little bit, man. You guys are, you guys are smart enough. Get some of your friends in here, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but um but yeah so i all, all in all it was a it's actually a good week like i said you know quite a few more followers and uh we're still getting a ton of interaction on on instagram uh which is which is fun so um do you want to and i was thinking about it too and we don't have to do it if you want to recap your radio gig we don't have to do it right now but i think what i'm going to do i'm going to add um something about that at least a brief thing to our uh sponsor page on our website so mm-hmm. then if if you want to promote it on Facebook or anything like that, you can just drive people right to the website. I think I can put up your at least one of your pictures on there. And then um, do me a favor, though, if you if you can, just shoot me just the quick details, dates, times, 
the name of the radio station, their links and that sort of thing. I'll put all that up on our sponsor page and then we can talk about it, but then we'll, we can give people a, a place to, you know, obviously go see all that stuff. Uh, make right. it easy for everyone. Yeah. We're still, uh, we're still over a month out. So we'll, uh, we'll get there. <laughs> I'd like to feel slightly more human. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, in here, worst case scenario, uh, we talked about it in, in, a little bit more detail last week. So uh, episode 20, it's in the first probably, I'd say 10 minutes of the episode. Uh, pop right. in there if you want more information, but Mike's going to be a uh, guest DJ on a radio station in Cleveland. That's the easy part. We'll get more information and continue to talk about it going along. But um, I did uh, do a couple of new things on the uh, for the web store. I did a hoodie uh, just last, about two days ago. Um, did another another shirt. I've got another idea. Um, that I'm going to put up there. So we're adding some more things to the web store. We had um, two people get a couple of things. So um, Josh, once again, that I told you about, he got his coffee cup. Cool. One of the other individuals that um, they, uh, she just got her phone case. So she sent me a picture of that. Um, there's one other individual that got her. I know she got her t-shirt, but she hasn't posted on that yet. Um, so mm-hmm. as soon as we do that, I'll get pictures I'll get pictures of those up there and, and same deal. I mean, if uh, it's a, it's an opportunity for you guys to support the podcast, um, you know, obviously as always go to Apple podcast, Spotify, um, you know, give us a review, give us a five-star rating. It, it helps, helps keep the, the podcast running on, on those apps and, um, you know, puts us in a better position so people can find us. But if you do want to support us, we still have the donation tab on our Instagram page and on our, our website. Um, but, We've got uh, we're adding more things to the um, to that web store uh, to our obviously merchandise store on a daily basis. Not daily, but you know as we come along. And the other thing too is if if anyone has any ideas, because there's a few of those shirt ideas, they're they're suggestions that I picked up from people. Um, and, and I told them I'm like, ooh, that's a shirt idea. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and and the other thing too, we can put that logo on um, any any piece of merchandise that's available through. Um, the website that we deal with. So um, I have a couple of people that are like, Hey, I wish you had a tank top in this. So I put, you know, put up a tank top or something like that. We can do those mm-hmm. things. Um, right. We're flexible, but um, once again, it gives you guys an opportunity to help support the podcast and, and help us grow a little bit more. So um, I believe that is it on that part. Oh, um, anything. I mean, that with the exception of, you know, you being filthy and having COVID anything else right. on your, <laughs> Any, anything new from the from the last week that you want to start out with um well i do want to uh congratulate donnie and tyler on getting married this weekend i uh unfortunately missed it um again missing family obligations uh <laughs> it sucks but uh mazel tov to them Yep, I saw that, uh, and yeah, congratulations. I figured that you'd bring that up, and I'm glad you did because uh, there are they they two of the people that listen to us or no? Uh, yeah, they have. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, yeah, congratulations to both of you. I, I saw the pictures on Facebook. Um, you know, just from what I saw, it looked like it was a beautiful ceremony. So obviously, we wish everyone, uh, wish you guys all all the best. So yeah, congratulations. Yep. Cool. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to, um, and I'm sitting here with my legs propped up on the bed and I actually have a normal, a normal foot again. I know I, uh, I posted it on Instagram, but <laughs> I just want to, I want to go through my little bee story real quick. So, ah, um, yes. Bees. So part- <laughs> and, and you know what you're, uh, the, the whole Tommy boy scene that you posted, which was perfect. Uh-huh. And then of course, 
Chris posted from uh, My Girl. Holly <laughs> <laughs> Culkin bites it, which, uh, you know, again, maybe, I don't know. That's a, that, was a, that was a touching moment in movie history. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, one of the things that, uh, and, you know, for, for years when, when I'd come down here and even when I was out in Cleveland, I mean, cutting, uh, cutting our mom's grass is something that, uh, that I did all the time to the yard work around the house. And, um, you know, so even coming down here, it's, it's one of my, one of the normal things that I do. And I, I, I like cutting the grass. So the mm-hmm. last, um, and I've been here, this is, well, it's coming up on three weeks now. So, um, we usually go over to mom's on Saturday and, you know, I've, I've cut her grass and then we do some other things. And then, um, you know, I cut Kathy's grass here, uh, for the last couple of weeks. And, um, today I might get a reprieve cause it rains. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, uh, um, but yeah, so I was, I was almost done. I got the front done. I got the back done. She's got a pretty decent sized backyard, but I was coming around the side of the house towards the front mm-hmm. and there's a, there's a downspout there. And I, I brought the lawnmower up, so push mower, brought the lawnmower up and, and I kind of went up to the downspout and then actually pulled it backwards along the downspout to cut some of the grass in there and get a closer cut. And there's a, uh, there's a tree on that side. It's almost like a pricker bush tree, you know? So, um, I, I've caught my, well, caught my arm on it once, but usually catch my, my t-shirt when I'm walking by there, taking out mm-hmm. the garbage or something. But so I felt, I did that and I was at that area by the downspout and then felt this pain on my lower on my right leg right behind my knee and first of all my brain's telling me that fucking branch you know um but then my brain thinks the branch is up by your shoulder you dumbass um (laughs) there's something else going on (laughs) so Mm -hmm. look down and i see a bee in there i look to the left and i see him kind of swarmed up and they were smaller bees too but then, yeah, I did the I did the Tommy Boy run. I'm running to the side. I'm running in the front. I'm flailing my arms. I'm shaking my shirt. I look. There's one. There's one attached to my left elbow. I smack that motherfucker off, and I'm like, Damn. again, like shaking my shirt and whatever, freaking the fuck out. <laughs> so I, I run in the house. And first of all, I seriously, I made sure I didn't have any bees on me because Kylie and uh, and her boyfriend Caleb were here. Um, mm. So I walk in the house. I told them, I'm like, man, I. <clears throat> I just got stung and uh, you right away, you could see um, on my right behind my, my leg and you can see on my elbow where I got stung because they welted up right away. Not bad. Um, so she got me some Benadryl. I'm sitting there for a minute because, you know, I'm like, I don't know. The the one time I got stung when I was still drinking, my whole foot swelled up. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how I'm going to, how I'm going to react. I'm sitting right. here, you know, yeah, puffed up a little bit. Then I looked at my ankle hurt. So I got hit on my right ankle too. And then, um, I ended up, uh, I look at my other arm and there's like a little mosquito bite look on my left arm. And then I looked under my shirt right on my stomach, uh, right above my belly button. I had two mosquito bite looking things. So I got, I got hit six times. Wow. <laughs> um, three of them ended up, ended up to be the worst of it. And by Sunday night, they swelled up. Monday was terrible. I had my leg. I had like a, like a Popeye leg. It was crazy. Uh, my right leg. Um, it then it ended up swelling all the way into my foot. We went over to mom's on Wednesday. Um, I loosened up. I had low, one of my low cut, a pair of Converse loosened up as much as I could to get my foot into it. Um, it just, it just dissipated like yesterday, you know, and today. So, um, mm. but I tell you one thing, man, it was, it was crazy. Kathy ended up in, and I know, I mean, bees are endangered and all that, all that stuff, but I'll tell you what, those bees, they can go fuck themselves because <laughs> um, you're, they're dead. They're, they're dead now too. And if they were, if they were yellow jackets, um, 
because I read up in this, I don't know what stung me, but if they were yellow jackets, they apparently they don't die, you know? Mm -hmm. So now they're dead because Kathy went and got some stuff and sprayed around the hole and uh, there's no activity there anymore. So you know what? Fuck you bees. You're dead because that, (laughs) (laughs) but Hey, you know, I looked at it this way, you know, I, so far, you know, I, I've beaten, uh, you know, to this day, I, I beat booze and bees, and I'm in good shape, man. Six, six right. bees, six bees can't take me down. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was weird. I was I was worried there for a minute, but um, everything that I read, there's nothing you can do. It's ibuprofen, and I took um, Benadryl, and you know, it is what it is. You know, so and I, uh, good thing is working remote. I didn't have to go into an office and you know try to <laughs> try to get a shoe on my foot every day because it would have been cheap. Right. But um, yeah, so fuck you, beast. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> but um, all right, so back to back to normal stuff. And I had I had written down um, quite a few different things through the week. But one that um, actually just came up um, this morning, and it was in one of the one of the readings I have. Do you remember the? Or I, I know you know of it, but the abbreviation how H O W. Do you know what that is, or or what it what it stands for? Um, I've got COVID brain right now, so no, I don't. Okay. So in, and I really, I, I guess I wasn't really testing you because I can never remember what it stands for. It's mm-hmm. on, it's on literature. It's on bumper stickers. It's a recovery thing and it stands for honesty, open-mindedness and mm. willingness. Right. And it just hap- you know, it just happened to be in one of my, um, one of the things I read this morning. So I wrote it down because, um, I mean, those are, when you think about that, I mean, we know that honesty is number one, but open-mindedness and willingness, um, even though you got COVID brain, I mean, is that, do those three things, are those like, um, like top three in your mind or how do you look at those three things? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta be honest. Um, gotta be open. Gotta, you know, not shut things down before I investigate them. I read that somewhere. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and you know as the big book says willingness is the key man i gotta be willing to take the action you know what and that, that's funny that uh, that you brought that up because i had and you said willingness is the key and I, I didn't even realize i wrote down um this other note on there but so you and i have talked about acceptance and i the other thing that i see around all the time is acceptance is the key um so mm-hmm. along those lines so you just said willingness is the key what about what does that mean what does that mean, like, uh, in your mind from acceptance is the key? What do we have to accept or what does it mean? <laughs> um, well, we have to accept several things. We have to accept that, uh, that we're alcoholics, first of all. Uh, and then we've got to accept that um, we're powerless, you know, first step stuff. And, um, and that our lives are unmanageable. <laughs> <laughs> this this might be one of those weeks when you don't care that I talk too much, right? I can already no, tell. absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so funny, but then again, so again to to step aside, folks, and, and Mike and I once again we we know each other. I mean, it's it's not even just the the fact that we've known each other for you know for over twelve years, but um, you know we've we've gotten to know each other on on a deeper level just through this program, and I mean mm-hmm. we're family now. You know, they, he and I are not just friends anymore. We're we're family, and we've been family for a number of years now. Years, mm-hmm. years, right? Um, and it's just like when um, <clears throat> I don't know when if you've been with somebody for a while, and I keep <laughs> I keep referring to us like like we're in some fucking relationship, but we are. You know, 
We are right. <laughs> so uh, when when my significant other, when when Mike, when Mike, my significant other isn't feeling well and his brain's not in the right place, I can usually mm. pick up on that. <laughs> uh, okay, so back we're we're back to business now. But just so everyone knows, I mean, I pick I sort of pick it up on that because you're just like I can tell in your head you're like, why the fuck are you asking me these questions? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyhow, so um, the acceptance part of it and, and the the how part of it, I can never remember that that H O W thing. I don't know why. You know, I remember mm. all these different things. It's a you know, it's it it's within my certainly within my mindset to break things down into you know the first letter. It's like the Hubble thing, you know, with the with the four absolutes. That's how I remember things. But mm. I, I can never remember that. But but yeah, and you know, open minded. I am still to this day. Um, not the most open-minded person. And I don't mean from a society level. I really don't. I mean, I, um, I, what, what people do with their lives, I support people, all those sort of things. So I don't, I don't mean it that way, but when it comes down to, um, you know, things that I need to do to, to, to deal with my, with my own life, you know, and also whether it's recovery or things that are happening to me or not happening to me, I'm not always the most open-minded person, you know, but it's right fucking there. I mean, I, I, I need to in the willingness. Mm-hmm. I know for, I know for a fact that I, I had no willingness to begin with. Um, I do today, thankfully, and the acceptance part, the reason that, that I brought that up is that, you know, um, I, I, at least I know when, when I came in and we've talked about this, but, um, I, I said the word alcoholic and then I was one for, for months before I really accepted it. And I was mm-hmm. listening to um, this, a different podcast that I, that I had found and, um, she actually brought it up. You know, she brought up that fact of, uh, you know, saying and knowing and accepting that you're an alcoholic. And she's got a, this person that, uh, again, this podcast I was listening to again, has a base, you know, in, in Alcoholics Anonymous. So you could hear a lot mm-hmm. of that talking about um but yeah so i mean it is accepting um you know our station in life whether it be from a recovery standpoint or or whatnot um it'll i for me it would have killed me and probably would have made me relapse had i not had i not finally you know accepted that you know Mm -hmm. so but uh but yeah so that was my my mindset on that oh the other thing that came up and uh people have been been posting on um, Instagram, well, not, not just lately, but I've seen more of them lately, you know, like they're before and after type of pictures. Mm-hmm. And did, did you ever get, and I know I've talked to Marty about it a couple of times and I just haven't gotten it yet. Did you ever get your intake picture? No, I did not. Okay. So, um, I don't know if the, if the two of us have to go in there individually, cause he had said that once, and this was a long time ago, you know, mm-hmm. I wanted a copy um, I wanted a copy of my file and I wanted a copy of my, my picture um, just because it was, I was curious at how I looked. I know how I looked, but <laughs> mm, right. Like <laughs> shit. Mean, <laughs> and, and you know what, you and I have talked about that so much and you clearly, you had to have still had your black eyes when, right. So um, I don't know if two things, if, uh, if you think about it when you see Marty or maybe next time that uh, I, I got to get out to Cleveland at, at some point, obviously this mm-hmm. summer, um, Maybe we can run over there. I think it'd be fun to um, to post those because I had I had uh, responded to somebody's post. It might have even been you know our our friend the the chick in California because uh, mm-hmm. she had posted a couple of pictures like that. And I'm like, yeah, I said I got to get that get those from Mike and I so we can post those. And she's like, do it, get them. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I want to because I mean it does it it shows a 
obviously it shows a clear difference, um, you know, mm-hmm. so, um, but yeah, so if you, if you think about it, if not, not a big deal, we can certainly, uh, we can certainly try to get those. I just thought it'd be interesting, um, add those, maybe we can even add those to the website or something like that too. So. Absolutely. All right. So the other thing, speaking of other, other podcasts, um, in I've, I've obviously been, you know, talked quite a bit about the fact that I listened to other podcasts and there was one in particular and this, I just got to, to her last episode, which I think, I think it was recorded about a year ago. And what, mm-hmm. what brought it up, I was coming to the end of the uh, episode list. Anyhow, there's like, I don't know, 20 or 30 of them when she first started that I, I still need to run through. Uh, but she, she was a guest on another podcast for somebody that uh, that's one of our followers on Instagram. So I listened mm. to that episode and then I listened to her final episode. And the, the thing was, is I, you know, I didn't jump ahead. You know, I didn't read the end of the book. I didn't want to, I didn't yeah. want to know. I didn't want to know why she ended it until, you know, I got to that episode. Um, mm-hmm. But I got, uh, I got the little bit of the insight from listening to, to her on the other podcast, but also obviously listening to her final episode. And here's the thing. So, so she was, and I enjoy, I did enjoy listening to her. She was again, very structured um, in a good way, you know, not, we're not <laughs> right. um, hopefully in a good way, but we're, mm-hmm. we're not, we're not structured. We're not polished or whatever the case is. I don't think, but um, so she had the same, the same structure in the same format every time, which, you know, it's just like watching a TV show. You get used to it and it was cool. Um, but the, the other thing too, is that um, her, her mission, and she had talked about this was to, uh, to talk about the the positive side of recovery. And she talked about that a little bit in this other episode um, and also in her final one, because she's like, she's like, there's a place for, you know, the, the drunk logs. Um, but she's like, sooner or later, we need to hear more than that. And, and I mm-hmm. think that that's exactly, that's your, my mindset and your mindset. It's been that way for years, you know? Right. So, um, so I appreciate that. And, uh, but the other thing that she was, that she was talking about, but oh, the thing that just popped into my head, how many times did we hear, um, <clears throat> and if anyone has never been to Cleveland, um, this is probably not going to, not going to be funny to anyone, but, uh, we, we lived and went to meetings mainly on the, uh, on the West side of, uh, Cleveland. There's mm-hmm. West and East side. It's a, it's a thing <laughs> between West side and East side Cleveland. So right. Yeah, the um, joke is, you know, you need a passport across the Cuyahoga River. <laughs> right. And you know what? Here's the thing. Uh, I, I grew up there and spent so much time there. I had no idea mm-hmm. there was that type of divide until I was out there after when, when I got sober. I mean, I didn't know. Right. <laughs> but it cracked me up. It just cracked me up. But so I, I can't even count how many times. So we'd, we'd be in a meeting and some dude would get up and uh, start to introduce himself. And he's like, yeah, it was a. Uh, I'm an Irish Catholic. Uh, my name is so-and-so. I'm an alcoholic. Uh, Irish Catholic uh, grew up on the west side of Cleveland. And, right. <laughs> and, and Mike and I would always look at each other. And we're like, that's a fucking surprise. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, don't even, I, I don't know why that, I don't know why it popped into my head. It just used to make us laugh. Oh, mm-hmm. let me get your, your Irish well, Catholic. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're, you're Irish Catholic and you grew up on the west side of Cleveland. Hmm, imagine mm-hmm. that. <laughs> but um but no so she was talking about you know that that sort of thing and the um you know as far as that that was her her goal and she had at the end um and obviously now it's going to still grow over over time she didn't like take it down her podcast but mm-hmm. she had over a over a million downloads which was wow. crazy and 
all of that in like a three-year period. So, um, I mean, yeah, she had, she, she did, she did a lot of good work and had a lot of good guests and all sort of things, but here's the other thing. So two things that, that she talked about as far as why she stopped it. Um, one was the, the success because she worked a full-time job. Huh, sounds familiar, right? Mm-hmm. Um, was doing the the entire podcast on her own. Huh? Once again, sounds familiar, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she never had any professional help. She did have some sponsors and she had donations and things like that, which is where I learned about some of these things that we're doing. Um, right. You know, so she had some help from a financial standpoint, but she's the one that did all that. But her biggest thing, and I've said this before, we don't edit anything except for the the initial conversation that Mike and I have at the beginning. Right. Other than that, every every word that you guys hear is un fucking edited (laughs) and and once again we did it on purpose so to begin with we thought let's let's keep this real man (laughs) right um but now it's just it's there's no way in the world i am not gonna take my time to go through and try Mm. to edit edit out some words i'm not and I, I just I thought about it. Um, and I don't know if you remember there was one of the episodes I talked about. You've got our grandma's desk. I dropped her last name in an episode, ah. <laughs> which is my last name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I can go back there and edit it. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. You know, right. and you outed Bob, you outed Tony, you outed <laughs> uh I forget who else you added a couple of John. Well, Henrock, Henrock's no longer with us. Right. Rest his soul. He's a good dude. He died. So, you know, but, um, you know, so uh, all those things I could have went back and edited, but anyhow, so she'd go through and she'd edit, you know, so, I mean, her process I think was longer, but here's sure. the other thing. She, she said that, um, she said that the, uh, the demand that the podcast was putting on her from, um, you know, from, from people, you know, mm-hmm. and she said that, uh, you know, the, the, and she didn't say the word, um, you know, the people felt entitled, but it was, it was nicer words than that. But basically saying that she's like, she goes, the emails that I get, the messages, uh, people telling me what to say and what not to say people mm. that are or not offended. Um, she goes, I, you know, I'm trying to keep up on these emails and all those sort of things, you know, so she was admittedly um, had anxiety issues and anxious issues and stuff like that from mm-hmm. all things she worked on. And she said it would, it would, it would bring some of that shit out, you know? So she said sometimes physically it was, it was actually affecting her um, sure. trying to keep up with this. And she was also a people pleaser, which is where that one question came up, you know, that I asked in a, a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. So, so that was one of the things, and she was. She said she was actually at the point where she could have been like, okay, either I can go this direction, <clears throat> try to get more sponsors to do this, maybe look at doing this full time, or, in in her words, she said, I or keep my recovery to myself, you know, mm-hmm. keep recovery more to for me, and then just go on and live my normal life. So that's what she decided to do. Um, so you know, it was interesting because I, I thought about it, and I and I had mentioned it. <clears throat> sorry about that. Probably at least a handful of episodes that the, uh, the interactions and things like that that we're getting, like, for instance, I woke up the, this morning and we had, I don't know, 26 or 28 different um, likes on our posts, things that we had had probably two or three comments and two or three followers, you know, so uh-huh. a, a decent night of activity. And, you know, as I'm, as I'm thinking of this, I was talking to Kathy about this the other day um, <clears throat> on a daily basis. We probably have, and for as small as we are, we probably have, and 
easily 100 interactions on a daily basis. Now, it's not 100 things that I have to do, but it's right. 100 It's a hundred interactions, you know, um, which is wonderful. And please keep them coming. This is not, this is not a complaint. This is just a fact, um, uh-huh. you know, but I can see to the point if you, if we had a million, okay, so we right. have, what are we at? We're a place 1,336, okay, and we're, we're getting that type of activity. So if we, if we had had a million and I don't even know how many, how many followers she had, you know, so I, I get it. Um, but the other thing she said is that she said every once in a while, she said, people were really demanding. <laughs> and, uh-huh. and we haven't had that, you know, and, and I'll say this to everyone who, who follows us, everyone that's interacted with us, you guys are freaking cool. Um, I appreciate, we appreciate every single one of you guys. Um, you've right. added to this experience. You've not drawn away from it. But here's the main thing. And I, I'm going to speak for you because I think, well, I know you're along the same page. If you don't like what we're doing and you get pissed off at us, we don't fucking care. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have anxiety issues. Mike, do you have? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> so, um, and, and I mean that in the, in the best way possible because, again, our listeners and our followers are freaking cool. If we get some random person that comes in and, and criticizes what we're doing, we've been very open and honest with this, with this and I'm going to say this air quotes, what this format is. Um, mm-hmm. And if you don't like it. Now, if we piss somebody off and we say something that offends somebody and, and I, I think back and I'm like, eh, okay. So, but we don't do that. You know, we don't, there's, there's a reason we don't talk about current events. There's a reason we don't talk about all these different things, you know, mm-hmm. once again, because we do take, even though we're not supporting, or I'm sorry, we're not an AA affiliated um, thing. Right. We do, we do live by that same mindset, you know, we as far practice as practice these principles. Yeah. In all our affairs. Right. Imagine mm-hmm. that, you know, so um, we, we try not to, we have a lot of opinions, but um, we also know where to draw the line. Um, so hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say um, we're not we're not foul or infallible. It could happen, no. you know, but um, one way or the other. I'm, and I'll say this again: all of our listeners and all of our followers are are just you guys are so cool. And I I have a lot of fun um, doing the the social media side of things. Um, <clears throat> I, I just can't even tell you how much fun it is. So it's not it's not work. If it gets to that point, we'll manage it. It's not something that that we need to have other people, um, you know, the, the people who are listening to us manage, but mm-hmm. that does go into another thing. We had a, uh, we had a snafu, uh, with a shirt order. Okay. Okay. I wasn't going to bring this up. And then I thought about, it. I'm like, no, I'm going to bring it up. So, um, so here's the, and I'll give you the, uh, the Cliff's notes version because it's, um, it, I don't know, it, it happened and it's, uh, it was out of, out of our control, but I still, I still want to talk about it a little bit. So there was a, uh, one of our t-shirts came up and the individual um, had said that, Hey, this would be great on a tank top. I've already mentioned that, you know, mm-hmm. we, we can add anything, any of the, the sayings or anything like that to a tank top or a different type of merchandise. Just let us know. So I did. Sorry. I just took a drink of coffee. Yeah. Um, so I added this and then uh, this individual ordered it and I, I gave the person a promo code because I'm like, we're not looking to profit off of this um, mm-hmm. it was actually there was something that um, can't remember what the what the deal was. But um, this person had given a suggestion. I even offered. I'm like, hey, I said, if there's anything more that we can do, you know, on this, I said, let me know. And the person's like, now, nah, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and get it. So she ordered it. Um, 
So it took a little bit and one way or the other, just so everyone knows, these these things are printed on demand, you know, so we hold no stock on anything. The company we work with is perfect. You order it, they they print it and deal with it exactly how you order it, and they get it to you. But it takes a little bit of time. It could be, you know, a week, two weeks at the most, but it's it's gonna get there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So this person um, got it, but um, then sent me a message and this person's like, Man, you know, I ordered a large and I got a small and I'm like, ah damn. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, send me this. I'll try to look into it because I haven't dealt with this. I didn't know if they would, if they would talk to me. Um, so the long story short, uh, the the company that we deal with is like, yeah, the individual is going to have to reach out to us. And I tried. I'm I'm trying to push on this. I'm like, I want to do this for this person because they're overwhelmed and they're busy, and I'm just trying to help out help out our you know our our customer. Mm-hmm. So all said and done, they're still telling me that they can't deal with me. This individual. I got frustrated and, and I, I don't necessarily fault this individual at all because it is a frustrating thing. Um, <clears throat> but as it turned out, the order, when, when the person got the confirmation said what the size was. So I don't know mm-hmm. what happened, whether the individual and, and admittedly this person said they may have, you know, made the incorrect order, whatever, but the company we do business with says um, that they have a 30 day thing to make things right. Now here's mm-hmm. the problem though. I don't know what that end result is because as it turned out, this person got frustrated with us and this person has now blocked us on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) And if you, if you, if you notice it, I use the word us because when things go bad, you're involved when they go good. I might just go, I might take credit for it on my own. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) But I'm just messing around. But, and it was, uh, it was an individual that had, um, that I had followed and had followed us from, from the start, way back to when I had the other the other thing, so it kind of bummed me out. It was I was in my head about it, but then I started thinking about it because um, I even went to to Spring, the, our company, and the final thing. I'm like, here's what here's what could happen. I said we're we could lose a customer. I said that's number one. This could affect mm-hmm. our our um, reputation with other potential customers. That's number two. And I said this could pre- affect our relationship with the podcast and everything we're trying to do. I'm like, hey. I said, if you want to refund this person the money, I said, we got, you know, almost a hundred bucks banked in there. Take the money from, from us. And I said, right. refund. I'm like, I just want, I want it fixed. Mm-hmm. So um, they said that they were going to reach out to the person. But then at that point that the person had blocked us, I don't know what happened, you know, but here's the, here's the bottom line with this. When you guys order something, we've had, I think 20, um, <clears throat> if not 20, it's been close to lifetime, you know, from start to finish. 20 mm-hmm. orders. This is the first glitch that we've had. And, and I don't know where the mistake happened, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Um, our goal and, and the company that we deal with, their goal is to try to fix it, but we have to have that communication. Um, communication right. got, got cut off. I can't do anything now. I can't do anything. You know, so um, <clears throat> if anyone orders anything and there's a, there's a problem, which again, um, you know, knock on wood, thankfully to this point, there has not been. Um, just mm-hmm. let me, please allow us to work through it with you and we will get it taken care of. I promise you that. Okay. So, oh. so that was that. And like I said, it's uh, and I don't fault the individual. I mean, uh, I don't know what this, what this person's going through. It's just like, you know, you and I always talk about, or, you know, people talk about everyone's dealing with some different stuff in their life. It's not for me to judge. Um, I wish mm-hmm. I had the opportunity to see it all the way through. Um, but Hey, it, it is what it is. But I, again, I want everyone to know uh, we have not had any issue with this company. And if there, if there is a, a question or a problem, um, communicate with us. We, we, 
and I say this, I'm not saying we'll try to get it fixed. We will get it fixed. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. So like I said, I wasn't sure to bring it up. So I'm not, I'm not trying to bash anyone on this, either the company or the individual. Um, I mm-hmm. guess I wanted to do it more from an informative standpoint to make sure that everyone understands that, yeah, we, we want to make sure things are taken care of. So, so there. So there. <laughs> at, least, at least you're still at least you're still awake over there so i'm trying man i'm trying <laughs> well i'm gonna try i got a bunch of different things on here but i'm gonna try to pick out it i'm gonna try to throw you a softball so um right. <clears throat> keating center events in the beginning and like one of them was uh, like cleaning up after bingo but um we were um i don't want to say forced but let's just let's just call it what it is <laughs> we <laughs> we we had to work events. Uh, we had to clean up after bingo. We had to do all these things. Um, mm-hmm. How did you How did you feel about that? I mean, um, I don't know from any mindset of having to do that because again, we we were we had to do it. So how did you feel right. about doing that stuff? Um, well, I, you know, I, the way it was set up and the way it should be is we were forced to contribute to our own well-being and the well-being of the people around us. Imagine that. Um, And yes, being selfish, self-centered alcoholics, you know, yeah, we had to be forced to do it. Um, But it made us be a part of something bigger than ourselves, which was the whole damn point of it. You know, we're in this house. We're reaping the benefits of this house. We need to contribute, you know, keep this thing running. Um, yeah, so and- yeah, I wasn't, you know, I, I mean, I know, yeah, I wasn't always completely happy about it, but I, I did understand. And um, for the most part, um, <laughs> you know, contributed and uh, it wanted to be there. You know, and <clears throat> once again, you know, the, the difference between you and I, and I, and I'm looking back <laughs> at like the, the, the difference it, this is basically the first, and I'm talking the first 30 to, well, probably right. 30, 60, 90 days. Um, I <laughs> I did not have that grace in my head. <laughs> I know. Um, and I, uh, and I, the, the one that I thought about, and I, I didn't think about it until you just, um, you were just talking, but I mean, we, we worked so many different events and the cleanup after bingo night. And, and just aside mm-hmm. from that, the, the Keating Center, um, which I, do they still do bingo nights? Uh, you know, I'm not a hundred percent sure about that. That, that might have, well, I mean, I know, I'm sure things got obviously shut down with all the pandemic right. stuff. But, so just that they, there was a, uh, there was a bingo hall and they used to run bingo on, what was that Wednesday and Saturday nights? I think something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was a, a revenue generating thing. Cause again, you know, the, the Keating center being a nonprofit, uh, would, would generate their revenue through these charitable events. But bingo was a, mm-hmm. uh, it was a big earner for, for them. Um, right. And we used to have to go in and clean up afterwards, but in, and it was late too, you know, so whatever, whatever right. time it was, you know, bingo get done again, literally, you know, these cargo vans, they, they pile as, as many fucking guys as they could in there um, mm-hmm. with, with cleaning supplies also. And, um, and we're just packed in these vans. We go over there. Then we got to wait for all these people to mingle out. And then we got to, got to vacuum. And there's, I'm telling you, if you, if you've played bingo um, and you're one of these people, I don't like you. And this is why <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys make a mess. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I'm not saying everyone does, but man, the, the leftover food and the plates and the crap on the floor and, and pull right. tabs and just mm-hmm. people like throw just stuff everywhere. And I'm like, right. Oh my God. You know? Um, but the, the one event that I, that I thought about that, that we had to work was uh, there was an event at the bingo hall mm-hmm. and it was um, father's day that first mm-hmm. year. And uh, at the time my stepdad was still alive. So Larry was still alive. And, you know, I had this, this, I'm like, I was, uh, yeah, I was pissed, you know? And the, the funny part was that was one of the, if I'm in, and again, all these things are just popping into my head. Now, first of all, my mom and my stepdad came to the event. So I still got to spend time with them. I was right. able to, to pop outside and, and call my son, you know, for, for father's day. So I was able to do all that stuff. Um, but that was one of the first events that you and I actually worked together. We were at the, uh, like the, we're the selling pops. Yeah. There you, so you remember that, right? Yeah, 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 I do. I remember your attitude about it too. <laughs> so, well, and, and you're like my, you're like my fact checker because I, I tell all these stories, but you were there. So yeah, I was, I was so pissed, but, mm-hmm. um, but the thing of it is, and I, in, in, figure whatever father's day was. I mean, I know it usually ranges from the first to whatever, the third week of June. Um, you know, I was, it's always the third weekend of June, but go ahead. Is it really? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, folks, light bulb moment. I didn't, I didn't know that. I don't, I've been a, I've been a dad for, you know, almost 35 years and I didn't didn't realize. I know. Thank (laughs) no one Thanksgiving is. So I'm good. I'm good on that part. All right. So, so anyhow, whatever that whatever that date was, and now yeah, so I I just figured that out, or you figured it out, thank you. Um, but it was you know you figure we were only a you know a couple of months sober, and so clearly I haven't gotten or mm-hmm. I had my my anger stuff. But um, you know, all in all, it was it was obviously fine, and I got used to all those different things. And and looking back at it now, the, everything that you just said, I do understand. Um, but yeah, I just didn't I didn't get it um, at the moment. But yeah, the, I remember too that the, so you and I, yeah, we're, we're selling, we're selling soda and we were actually, Marty kept us in charge of the money. We actually, he, he allowed us to Mm -hmm. be in charge of money, which was, there was nobody else, none of the other guys at that point. Um, he, he trusted with the money, which is, which is kind of weird thinking back at it now, but Mm -hmm. I remember that being, I remember that being a, being a thing. I remember that almost being proud of the fact that he, that he did, he trusted us with the money. Right. So, yeah, but, uh, so yeah, that was kind of, it was fun. Yeah. But again, my, just so everyone knows my attitude did change. So yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, all right. So one other one, this is, uh, this might be a little bit of a deeper thought, but if you're, um, you let me know. So, uh, what about uh, and this? This again. This came up based on an Instagram post when somebody was talking about things in their past. So we know that one of the um, obviously one of the recovery sayings or AA sayings for sure is we will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. Does that mm-hmm. have um, like to you as I don't want to say specific meaning, but um, how do you how do you look at that? How do you feel about that? How do you how does that work into your life? Um. <laughs> um yeah. I mean, just. The way it's stated, you know, um, I used to, oh, for a long time, I mean, my, my glory days were, were past me for a very long time. Um, and so, yes, dwelling on the past and living in the past, um, 
is it's unproductive, man. There's nothing I could do about it. It's it's what it is. So, um, you know, one thing this program teaches us is to live in the present. You know, to be present minded. This is all we've got, kids. Um, is right now. You know what happened before. I can't change, and what's going to happen? I have no clue what's going to happen. So, um, right now is all I have, and it's it's a pretty healthy way to live, actually. And I'm grateful that I have that tool in my uh, in my tool belt to to live this way. You know, yes, at this very moment, I feel like shit and <laughs> my brain doesn't work and I can't taste anything. Um, <laughs> but that's all right. You know, I will get through it and I will move on to the next moment. So, yeah, you know, dwelling on the past, you know, clearly as alcoholics, we've done some pretty rotten things in the past. And um, if I sit and dwell on it, I'm going to be sitting in shit and um i i don't want to sit in shit today so um i will sit in the present and which isn't you know even though i'm dealing with all this garbage um it, it's a moment you know and and i'm i'm grateful that i'm at least present in this moment yeah i'm and you know the the, the regret part was in well that's the other thing too is that we're you know that this program has taught us how to how to deal with all of that shit. You know the, mm-hmm. the things that the things that we did. I I believe there are certain steps that we go through to, <laughs> <laughs> um, and but even even continue to go through. We we talked in detail about the the ten step a few episodes ago. Um, you know, so it is. I mean, from uh, and you one of the I think the greatest things you just said is that it's a pretty good. It's a great way to live, and I think for anybody. You know, and mm-hmm. so if, you know, for our, for our normie population out there, you know, if you, if you're, if you take nothing from anything that we've ever said or, or don't really find things, if you're, if you're listening from the outside standpoint of uh, basically, you know, somebody in your life dealing with these problems, um, it's a, it's a great thing that it's just a life, it's a life lesson too, you know, um, mm-hmm. because the, the regretting, at least for us, I mean, regretting the past, it, it is hard sometimes to look back, even though I've dealt with everything. We've made our amends to people. We continue mm-hmm. to to live a, a, a decent life so that we don't hurt people again and um, all those things. It, it is still every once in a while. I mean, even this podcast in general, I mean, has brought up, um, I mean, the, so many conversations. And like when I was specifically the one that was tough to, to tell the story was about my daughter, you know, right. because it's not that I haven't told the story before, but when, when you relive that and there's the, the thing of it is, it's, it's impossible for the, I think for the human mind not to look back. And, and I even said it a couple of times when I was telling the story, I'm just like, Oh my God, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but here's the deal that I, then I got to look, I got to look forward now and say, okay, but, but I, I'm working on that or I fixed that, or we took care of that. And, um, you know, so telling those stories can be, and I know a lot of people don't like to um, look back at things like that because of those regrets, but the, the shut the door on it or not wanting to shut the door on it. That was the thing that I don't want to say weirded me out to begin with, but I didn't really understand it right off the bat, but, mm-hmm. but here's the way I look at it now. And, and this is what came up on, on Instagram and I think it again might have been with our, you know, our friend in, in California, is that uh, it might have been when she posted the, the pictures, her before and after. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing is, 
I, I don't have any regrets anymore because I know I've dealt with them or I'm continuing to, but I never want to shut that door. Now I know why, because mm-hmm. I need to, that's the only reason I want my intake picture. That's the reason I, 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 I like telling these stories is because for me, I can't, I can't forget what I did. I don't right. have to regret it and I don't have to beat myself up. But if I don't remember, and if it doesn't cause the, the pain that it did when I was telling that mm-hmm. story to my daughter, um, I'm going to repeat it, you know? Right. So yep. I have to keep that closet door open just a little bit and say, yep, <laughs> yep. There's, a, there's a mound of shit in there, but I dealt with it. And uh-huh. if I ever forget, I'm like, take a peek in there. Um, this, yep. is what you don't, this is what you don't want. <laughs> this is this is why you got to do these things today. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. But um, but yeah, it's it's a powerful thing. I mean, it it really is a, a powerful thing. But uh, but I get it. I mean, if I understand how people, because um, I did it for for months. You know, I for that eight or nine months, I did that where I um, I regretted that the whole my dad's funeral thing and the mm-hmm. person I was and and you got to get past those things in my opinion, or you're just gonna. Yeah, it's just going to crush you, you know? Right. Right. So um, what about the, the other thing that in, I thought a little bit about AA sayings and this uh, wrote down a little note here, but this reminded me of it. So when, when you first um, came in and, and when we first got sober, we were always told to find the, the similarities rather than the differences. Mm-hmm. Did you have um, struggles with that? Like um, anything like that? either not hearing your story or not seeing the, the similarities, but seeing differences when you first came in? Um, at this time, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, certainly in the past when I had attempted this, yeah, you know, um, that's pretty normal. Sit there and go, well, I'm not that bad or, or you know, um, or I'm worse than. You know, I was a much worse person than that person. So um, there's no way I'm going to be able to fix all this garbage or, you know, the the other way. Yeah, I, I wasn't that bad. I don't need to work as hard as these other people because I wasn't such a bad person. Um, no, we're all that's the one thing about uh, about a if, if we're truly working this program, we learn that we're not unique and we're not different. You know, we're exactly the same when it comes to this disease. And, um, you know, that's important. That's important. We've got to realize that, that the problems are all the same. Therefore, that the solution is the same for all of us. You know, pretty simple program of action. And if we do these things, we will get the results. Right. So, um this isn't going to surprise anyone, but um, I did not feel that way when I came in. <laughs> uh, see, it's like, it's like every time it, uh, I don't know. I part of me every once in a while, it's almost like, you know, the, I think the, the differences between you and I uh, make it, in my opinion, make for some very interesting conversations. And I think, if, mm-hmm. um, you know, they have added a lot to, <clears throat> to what we're trying to do here. Uh, but it's, I, I wish it were staged. I wish I was just <laughs> making all this shit up just to, just to be the devil's advocate or have a difference of opinion. Um, mm-hmm. but, but I'm not <laughs> because so, and I, and I know I said it in, in my story and I don't remember if I had, uh, um, talked about it in more detail, but I think I did. So that, that night that I was brought to the, to the Keating center, 
in sitting out on that uh, front by the front door after <clears throat> I had gotten the walkthrough and all those different things, and in saying to the the couple of things that I said to to our mom and to Kathy at the time was, first mm-hmm. of all, I'm like. You know, I, I say I can't be here. This place looks like a homeless shelter, which, quite honestly, it is. Mm-hmm. It's a nice right. homeless right. shelter, but the majority mm-hmm. of us that go in there are either homeless or about to be. It is what it right. is. Yep. And whatever whatever your definition, um, and I say everyone out there, whatever your your mainstream, I'll say society, because the people who listen to us, I think, get it. But society's definition of what homeless is versus what we were, not necessarily mm-hmm. the same. Although we do know people who lived under bridges, who were living on the streets and all those different things. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be that. Okay. So when I said that, I was being ignorant because an, <laughs> an ignorant, in the in the way of ignorance to me is not um, – it's it's lack of knowledge. That's Absolutely. What, so when people are ignorant, um, it, that's the way that I mean it. When I call somebody ignorant, I don't mean lack of intelligence. It's lack of mm-hmm. knowledge. So right. I was ignorant, completely ignorant. But on top of that – I thought that, and again, I hate this saying, this is why I'm going to use it. All you people were going to hurt me. I thought mm-hmm. you were going to, to try to rob me and steal from me and beat me up and do whatever it was. Because right. in my head at that point, I was not only, I not only was I not you, I was better mm-hmm. than you. Okay. Right. But, mm-hmm. but you reminded me of, of well, for 12 years, you've reminded me, you know, um, I, I think I've gotten better, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm still not perfect with that. I'm, I'm an egotist. I get it. I, I need to be brought down. And you're one of the people in my life, Mike, and you know this. Um, mm-hmm. And I think everyone else does that, that helps me do that. But at that moment, um, you know, I, I saw all of the differences and mm-hmm. sitting in meetings and things like that. I remember that that first week, um, I didn't do, uh, I, I didn't do anything. I just kind of dragged along and blah, 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 what, 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 you know? And then when I start listening to the stories and I start meeting people like, like I'll just take our, our base group of friends. When I met you and I met Richie and I met Wes and I mm-hmm. met, um, the three Joes that we know, you know, mm-hmm. even when, when Tom, you know, knowing what, what he went through, he right. and I were more similar I would think, but Pete, um, all these different people, I'm listening to all these different stories. None of, I I have nothing in common with any of you guys, you know, from, from a life level. Okay. Um, but same thing, you and I are in the same boat, me and me, you, me and Wes and the Joes and the Steves and the everyone's and, you know, but it took me a minute to get over that. And, but here's the problem. And for anyone out there that's new, and I'll tell you um, the, the problem of being that mindset and the problem being um, on that level and being that having that elitist mentality is you can end up comparing yourself right back into, into a relapse and you mm-hmm. can end up comparing yourself to death. And I'm not saying that, and it's not an exaggeration. Okay. No. So, Here's the, the thing that I'm extremely grateful for is I had people, um, the, these people like, you know, the Dan's and the Tony's and the, the Larry's and the Jim's and all those different people who did group that mm-hmm. kept explaining that sort of thing. And then I started hanging around with people like you, Mike, and all these people, all these people that I mentioned that I thought were going to kill me, that were just <laughs> there to help take, take care of me. And then mm-hmm. to this day, and we've told stories about it, I mean, you and I, again, <laughs> <laughs> if if you're a new listener, please go go just take a look at the website. You got you have to look at our pictures. 
You just have to because it's it doesn't it doesn't matter, you know. Um, and the, the story about you and I driving up to my apartment years ago and <laughs> looking at you. <laughs> but then, you know, I think about the Breakfast Club, you know, where they were talking about being friends after afterwards, and you know, right. Bender would get his ass kicked if he walked down the hall with with whoever and all this different stuff. I mean, that's kind of like our our group is just this mix of these Breakfast Club people. You know, we didn't mm-hmm. want who am i (laughs) (laughs) but um but thankfully and i and i don't i don't know why or how maybe it was just being around it long enough but um yeah i mean thankfully i i started to the and i don't remember the first time that i heard my story um but this it it was mind-blowing to me this person and i remember who it was what meeting it was but this this person i mean it's not the exact story but the the my story i'm hearing and i'm like Oh my God. (laughs) And then here, here's the other cool part. This, um, this new, uh, podcast that I started listening to. So I heard her, she was a guest on another podcast and she started one, which I don't think is, is even like currently active, but I'm listening to some of her old episodes when Mm -hmm. she was telling her story on this other podcast. And this is a, this is a female, um, that at the time, she was she got sober when she was 26 or 27 so um at the time i think she was 28 or 29 when she was telling this story so here's here's a great example of this 28 year old female okay mm-hmm. i heard my story from her she right. was telling my my exact story um the mornings how i how i you know get up drink and throw up and this and that all these different things and and i'm like i'm like holy shit because and again, this is, um, you know, we're, we're 12 years in a, in a few months sober and, and I'm still getting my mind blown by hearing my story from somebody. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so there was just, I, uh, and again, I, I don't know what, what brought that up in, but I, I thought that was an interesting thing. Cause I, and I did, I almost compared myself, um, right out of that place because I, I didn't see, I didn't see myself in any of you guys at all. Right. You know? <laughs> So anything, anything else on that, or is that uh, we pretty much covered that part? I believe we've covered that. Okay. So um, one other quick thing, and we're we're pretty much at an hour, so we can wrap up after this. But I, one other thing, this was just kind of a kind of a cross thought, and I think with warmer weather and, and that sort of thing, and other people talking about stuff. But so, do you think that you um, glorified drinking, and and if you did, so at, at the time when you were still actively um, drinking, actively doing your thing drinking or mm-hmm. using whatever you want. Right. Do you think you, do you think you glorified it? And do you think that that kept you um, using and drinking? Um, oh yeah. You know, um, <laughs> to quote Homer Simpson, you know, alcohol, the uh, cause and solution to all of life's problems. <laughs> ah, that's freaking awesome. <laughs> I, I love I love what we we've quoted Homer Simpson a couple of times. I love what we can do that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it, um, of course, I glorified it. I it was it was it was the solution to everything. You know, never mind the fact that it was also the cause of the problems that I needed a solution to. Um, yeah, you know, I I, I loved substances. <laughs> they they made my life better until they didn't. And then I didn't care. <laughs> um, yeah, I did. You know, and the cool thing is, um, now I don't. You know, I, I also am not 
anti-alcohol or drugs, you know, um, the big book talks about that, you know, that we're not supposed to be anti-alcohol. You got to remember, man, the founders, um, when they were in the height of doing what they did, alcohol was illegal in this country. It sure as hell didn't stop them. So, um, <laughs> you know, I'm not, you know, people, um, people still to this day will, will try to tiptoe around me. It, it, it happened. Um, I wasn't even there and it happened this weekend. Um, you know, uh, the wedding took place up in Michigan and marijuana is totally legal up there recreationally. And, um, my name sort of came up that, you know, do you think if Mike was with us, he would mind if we stopped at the dispensary? And my answer, of course, is no, it's not my problem. You know, it's not my, it, it is my problem. Um, <laughs> it's not anybody else's. So no, I'm, I, I don't care. You know, if somebody wants to have a beer, if somebody wants to smoke a joint, good for you. If you can, and you can do it without hurting somebody else, good for you. I can't. Yeah. And I know that, uh, and you and I talked about, about that before and I'm the same way. There's uh, the only thing that I, um, that I won't do. Um, uh, and, and I think you and I were talking about it one time also, but uh, mm. I won't physically buy, uh, beer or alcohol for somebody, you know, sure. if I was in the store and somebody's like, Hey, pick me up a bottle of, or a, a you know, a, a six pack of, cause uh -huh. I don't, I don't care what, and it's not a judgment on them. I don't, I don't care if they're drinking. I don't, I don't feel comfortable. Number one, I, that would make mm -hmm. me really comfortable. Um, and I don't belong in a liquor store. I know that right. um, I don't need to be in there. I don't need to go in a liquor store for any reason. The last time that I was in a liquor store was uh, again, working for that company where we were um, selling business phone service. And right. it was when liquor stores came up on a route, went in there. Um, and even that was a little weird. You know, but I was I was in there for a business reason. I wasn't in sure. there for any other any other reason. But um, you know, I just I don't I don't feel comfortable in there, so I don't do that. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's I don't know. You know, the glorifying part of it. While and I I know for a fact I did, and I think that um, and once again I, I I know I always say this. I have no idea how how these thoughts come into my head, but um, it made me think about when and I was probably at uh, I don't know early twenties or so, and I think that. My daughter's mom and I were together in the, the thought of, you know, being able to, to just walk into a, into a bar and like grab a beer and a shot or something like that seemed like mm -hmm. so fucking cool, you know, right, right. and then, um, you know, or being able to just go to a restaurant, order a drink or stop after work as people go to happy hour. And it was, it was a, and again, it's a, it's a society thing. People do it, whatever, but um, it was, I, I glorified that in my head, but where mm -hmm. I ended up, uh, with that, with that shot in the beer thing. And I hadn't thought about this in years when, uh, again, when my ex and I were together, my, my daughter's mom and I, we were towards the end of our relationship. Our relationship was pretty much tanked. Um, you know, I mean, clearly my fault, I'm going to say, uh -huh. uh, you know, the way my, I was, but I would go and I remember going to do laundry and it'd be, uh, I don't know if it was during the week, whatever it was, it doesn't even matter, but I'd go and do laundry and I'd go to the laundromat. I would throw in my clothes and there was mm -hmm. this little bar right up the street. I'd go in there and I would, I would drink. Right. <laughs> I was, well, I was waiting for my laundry and um, I, I have to believe it's, it's true. Cause I, you know, she had, she had 
basically busted me out on it. But she said that uh, she drove by and saw my car in front of the bar the one time. And I remember oh. what I said, but I'm sure it was just like, so. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I mean, I'm in this, I'm in this fucking dingy bar and literally, can I have a shot and a beer? And it was, it was that, is that that thing that I wanted to do? I don't know why. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I was an alcoholic, but mm-hmm. you know, it, I could have gone anywhere, got something to drink, you know, or bought something, but it was this idea of, of, you know, going into a bar and yeah. So, I mean, the, I think the glorifying and, uh, and maybe that was came up on one of the podcasts where they were talking, you know, people look back and, and I think you and I have been really clear that but we had some really good times, you know, oh, wow. working. Um, but you, you said it perfectly. It was really, really good until it wasn't. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, but there was a, I, I've got, I've got other things on here, but, uh, I, I tried to go through and I've got some probably heavier questions on here, deeper ones, but I was trying to give that, that vid brain of yours a little bit of a rest. So and I absolutely appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> just, just once again, uh, you know, I, I brought it up at the beginning that I just made sure it was okay with Mike. I probably talked more on this one than I talk mm-hmm. a fucking lot to begin with, but <laughs> I know I talked more than normal in this one, but I was trying, trying to give my friend Mike a, a little bit of a rest. So. And I do appreciate it because uh, I am only running on about three cylinders right now. Awesome. Well, um, well, I hope you obviously hope you feel better, but uh, you only have one more thing that you got to do to run us out of here. All right. Well, let me see if I can do this. Uh, thank you, everyone. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Sober Not Mature. Um, as always, Rate us five stars, buy a T-shirt, buy us a cup of coffee, um, be good to each other this week, do something nice for somebody else, and as always, please fuck off. (laughs) All right, man. Well, go rest your COVID brain. Um, I love Uh, you, and we will talk soon. I love you too, brother. Bye. As always, thank you for listening to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. To access all of our content and interact with us, please visit our website, SoberNotMature.com. Thank you again for listening, and we will talk to you soon.